Hey, this is Nick Walters with the Industrial Hemp Growers Digest and the recording of our webinar Wednesday we did with Will Watley, who is with Hempliance, is all about Star Trek meets farming. This is some really cool technology about how from your handheld device, from your iPhone, from, from an iPad or something like that, you can literally go look at your fields of hemp and realize how much water is on it, what's getting dry, what needs more fertilizer. It's satellite technology all incorporated into farming, all done from the palm of your hand. And it's a really cool tool that uh, we are using with our seed trials that we are involved in right now. So Will Watley, really great to see. You probably will want to go back and watch the video of this just because he shows you so much real time of how the actual technology works. So go back to our website and click over there and you'll be able to watch this as well as hear the good content. Hey, this is Nick Walters. Welcome once again to another uh, webinar Wednesday with the National Hemp Growers Cooperative. I'm uh, tickled slap to death to have uh, Will Watley on with me today. And Will is with Hempliance, and we're going to learn all the things that we need to know about this really dynamic and interesting and cool and whatever adjective I can come up with uh, besides that of what this, what this, um, software will do uh, for a, a total uh, blockchain uh, 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 verification and justification and be able to show you every bit of the way of, about about how hemp has grown and processed and all the rest of that too. So, um, Will, I know you're going to have a couple of folks on from your team as well uh, that will be involved and, and that might show up to be able to to be on with us today, so you you feel free to uh, jump on in, and let's. Why don't you just start out with um, kind of um, your background? That's always interesting for us to know, and and to know uh, how you got here to where you are, and then start just telling us the cool stuff about him plants, and then we'll. Um, uh, pa you pause it. You run the controls, man. Okay, right. so you just you just you want to. Keep trucking, keep trucking. You want to take questions? Of course, anybody that's got questions, jump in, and we'll be glad to monitor some of that so that we know that we're um, uh, answering folks' questions as well. So, I appreciate that, Nick. You good? Uh, I'm good. I am take the co-founder co of Hempliance. Uh, we've been building on this software system for about five years. Uh, we have the, we put the software in the blockchain. Um, we are working on the complete supply chain of hemp from identifying genetics all the way up to the final product and re, uh, for retail. And so what I'll do is just jump into the demonstration. I'll explain a little bit about what we're doing and how we got here. So what I'm gonna do is share my screen. Well, tell us how you got here. How did I get here? Yeah. So I got here uh, back. So we started developing the software in, in 2017. Uh, we were in another market, and then from there, we saw the opportunity in hemp and cannabis. So we made the pivot into this market. Uh, we saw that there was a big need for compliancy. You know, the compliancy aspect of being able to track genetics in the supply chain was missing. And so we started off looking at the cannabis market, uh, Oklahoma, a few other places, and then when Texas, uh, back in 2019, introduced the hemp bill, 
our focus went from cannabis directly into hemp. And so we've been in this market ever since. Uh, our main state right now is Texas, but we'll be broadening out from this state to other states. Um, so we started with one piece, one platform, and we have branched out to a, a uh, large blockchain database, dashboards, and eventually we're getting into drones and some other technology to capture data. So that's where we're at today. Digging it. You want to uh, introduce some of your um, compadres that I think have joined us here? Sure, sure. On the call, we have the other co-founder, which is Ken Bimbo, CEO of Compliance. Ken, I know you're over there somewhere. And then we also, Hello. hey, Ken. Hey, Nick. Good afternoon, Ken. And you read all those books behind you? Oh, yeah, just since this morning. <laughs> Will there be a quiz? <laughs> no, no, no quiz. All right, good. No I'm good. I would, that would have stopped. And then from there, we got Nathan, our VP of Outreach. He's handling our university programs. Uh, currently with Prairie View A&M, uh, we're doing a lot of genetic research. He's the onboarding uh, representative for any farmers that come on board. Uh, Nathan, you want to say hello? Add anything? Got a mute. Uh, just uh, here to help and help facilitate uh, any of the users uh, as they come on from uh, whatever part of the supply chain. But I just uh, appreciate kind of being here, and um, you know, more than happy to to get into the research and and some of the science in the industry to help us uh, move forward. So, you know, glad to be part of the team and and look. To answer any questions that might come up. Good. So, Nick, let's jump into all this exciting stuff we have built over here. Cool. I am going to jump into the presentation. During this process, I'm going to go over what we're built, some future aspects of what we're building on. And I'm going to pause during this, this presentation, take some questions, see if there's anything that we need to expand on. Uh, I would love this presentation to be interactive a little bit. Uh, you know, I can't just speak up here for 30 minutes. It's always good to have some pauses, be able to discuss some of the topics that we're bringing up here. So let's get started. Let's get started. So I am going to stop sharing my video screen and let's get into it. So we are hemp clients. We are a track and trace technology company. We are a secure blockchain plot to purchase software system. My name is Will Wiley. I'm the co-founder and chief architect of this system. And some exciting news about us. We are a award-winning blockchain solution. We won the 2020 McNair Institute for Enterprise. Won first prize, 20 competitors. So we're excited about that. We are going to be entering into the X Prize and, and entering into the carbon renewal competition there. So we're excited about that. Now, let's start with the components of hemp clients. So we have four components of hemp clients. The cool thing about our software is we have geofenced every state. So, what is the purpose of this? There are certain states like Texas that have approved genetics and approve compliancy aspects because we geofence it. When you sign up at Texas, you'll see that list of 360 something approved genetics 
sometimes associated with a COA. So let's talk about the components. We have a way to collect the data, which is hey, our hey, app. Will, can I stop you just a second? Can you blow your screen up bigger? Can you maybe like put it in? Of course. Play mode or something so we can see for people like me that are semi-blind. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, so hold on one second. Let me let me escape that. Let me see what I can do here. Let me just blow it up here because I need the uh, side piece. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's fine. Let me let me go to 150. There you go. Is that is that better? Yeah, yeah. It is for me. Thank you. Okay, good. So going back to the the collection part, we have a way to collect the data. Currently, we're using an app to collect the data. We will be implementing drones and satellite. Now, when we collect that data, we have a way to view it, which is our dashboard. You're timing so your man. You're timing. Hey, hey, can, hey, Ken. Can you have a way to view, view that data through our dashboard. Uh, then we okay, have I'll a mute. way. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I got, it's okay. I got my phone. <laughs> All right, kid. So then we got a way to, so we got a way to view the data. So let me get back into here. Uh, then we got a way to move that data. So we have a HIPAA compliant database in Azure. It's a government service database, which we will be decentralizing. And why is this important? We'll be able to, from there in that decentralized database in blockchain, we'll be able to create different type of cryptocurrency, which I will get into later. And then of course, we have a way to explain the data that we've collected. So we're using artificial intelligence, machine learning, augmented reality. Let me define that. That's just creating a 3D image of an area of land. In that 3D image, we can determine pest, which you'll see in a second. It's really cool technology. You'll be able to see pest, detect disease. Important piece here is crop density, how many plants you have in that area instantly with the technology we're using. So we'll be able to determine biomass. And then using some of the data that we've already collected, we'll be able to do predictive modeling of growth, partitioning of the plant, be able to predict how that plant's growing, et cetera, et cetera. We have 10 uses of hemp clients. We have a C database all the way up to a retail platform. The platforms we're going to be talking about today. We'll be talking about our dashboard, view it all. We'll be demonstrating a lot of this technology. We'll be demonstrating some of the hemp road and the grower platform, which is hemp clients. And then also talking about the laboratory. We're doing a, a direct integration with New Bloom uh, through their, their software system, which is called Relims, through the back end. We've created this way to connect the data between our company, Relims, and New Bloom where it's automatically coming into our database and then we can do some great analytics against the COA, against that lot where it was planted, and then most importantly, assign that back to the genetics. So let's start talking about the genetics in the C database. So we have a large city C database. Inside the app or dashboard, you can see the list of seeds when you sign up in the state, what those seed lists are. For Texas, like I explained earlier, 365 genetics. You click on that genetics. Sometimes we have a certificate of analysis on it. 
then we'll assign that genetics to a microclimate in a GPS location and create a site map of that location. Let's talk a little bit more about this genetic research we're doing. We have a partnership where we'll be signing our MOU with Purview A&M in the next week or so, uh, where we're researching not only the genetics, but soil. Uh, we'll be able to take satellite imageries of what we're doing with some of the research plots, and we'll be able to use their extensive uh, PhDs that they have for agricultural and different mm -hmm. products. We'll be using Tetra Hemp, International Hemp, and then we're working with a commodities broker in Chicago, which they're going to be creating an exchange. So this gives us the ability to push all this collected data we've done all the way up to exchange. Now our genetics are, we have a C database of 850 different genetics. Some of those genetics have been brought, broken down into the raw aspect, total THC, total cannabinoids, the potency aspect, uh, We'll be adding terpenes, heavy metal pesticides whenever they get tested, and we'll be able to associate that back to the genetics, the way we automate our system with these test results. Uh, and this is our baseline. So when we're starting to talk about the chain of custody, the first piece in the chain of custody is genetics. That's why we, we spent so much time. We spent about two years building this. Now, the first platform we're going to talk about is the dashboard. So we have a view it all dashboard that you're able to see all sorts of data collected from the apps and eventually drones and satellites. So let's jump into that. So what you're seeing here is when you open up your dashboard, you're gonna see this opening screen. And this opening screen is my particular dashboard. And the first thing you'll see is how many members are associated with my farm. The next thing is how many consultants are viewing my farm. What does this huh. mean? I can invite people to look at my permitted lots that I create, which we'll demonstrate in a second, and view how I'm growing my growing practices for those lots. Now, on the other side of this, I'm the consultant on seven other farms, including my own, where I can view all those lots that they create, view, and give them input of what these lots are doing. Are my total farm lots of places where hemp is being cultivated is 74. So there's a list of 74 when we drill down into it, you'll be able to see that. Next piece is analytics. We have some analytics. This just gives me a brief overview of these 74 lots, what stages are in. So it's just a quick be able to see, okay, we have one that we have some empty seed vegetation, flowering, lab, and these are all the stages. So what is this can be what can this be used for? This can be used for whenever you're talking marketing or you're talking about processing, we can figure out how much product's coming in by just looking right here at this simple graph. And then plus you can dive a little deeper into that. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. And as you can see, it's going to go right down here. Here's a list of the eight farms. And then what we're going to do is drill down into these farms right here. And inside those farms, you're going to see the eight farms right here. And I'm going to drill into the first farm. And this first farm, they're doing a fiber grow. And you're going to see, I'm going to pause it right there. 
So this particular farm is in the vegetation stage and he's taking a lot of data points. So he's done multiple vegetation stages here. And inside there, he's collecting some sample sizes of the height. And then there's gonna be some pictures. Now here are all the stages. So let me go over this real quick. You have a seed stage, which is the initial stage of planting seeds in a permitted lot. Vegetation, flowering, lab, harvest. And then you transport that harvest, disposal, death, destruction. And then you can sell the crop on one of our private marketplaces, a public marketplace, or send it out to exchange. The great thing is, since we've collected the most important data, which I'll show you in a second, it's easy to push that whole proof of life data out to one of these marketplaces. So I'm going to play this a little bit more, and then you're going to see the next stage of some pictures here. And you're going to see some hemp down there. And you'll see some 3D images, which we'll get into. I'm going to pause it right there. Now, if you look at the bottom of this picture, this is automated through our system. I was talking about artificial intelligence earlier. You'll see the most prominent colors associated with this picture in here. Now, why are we collecting that? Eventually, we'll be able to determine the health of the plant through this AI that we're doing. Also, with this AI, all we're doing, we'll be able to create a pest database. So when you take a picture, it will automatically determine color. And then if it detects any pest in this picture, it'll be able to detect the pest. I'm going to go ahead and play it a little bit more. And then it's going to show you a 3D model that I created, which we'll get into in a second. The next one we're going to go into is a fiber grove. This is John. He has probably 40 or 50 acres down in the valley of a fiber grove. And if you see this picture, we're going to drill a little deeper into that permitted lot. He's in the vegetation stage, and he has that beautiful fiber grove going on, on down there. He's using BioLabrosky on this particular fiber grove right there. Now, what we're going to do, I'm going to pause it right here, is we're going to create a permitted lot on the app and in real time within seconds you're going to see that permitted lot that we've collected on a app displayed to this dashboard so over here to the right i have it right next to my dashboard is my app it's the hemp Alliance grow app we're going to be collecting data from there and displaying it onto the dashboard so first thing we're going to do is we're going to show you all the permitted lots that I'm looking at. We're going to show you how you can move around these permitted lots by Xing out and it kind of eliminates them, or you can have them all. So let's stop right here. I have opened up the app, and what we're going to do is the top button says new permitted lot. We're going to create a new permitted lot on the app itself. So if we play this, okay, we click the button. Now I'm gonna pause it right there. The first thing that happens when we cl click that button is we have dropped a pin in the location that phone's at. It automatically does this. It's getting the longitude and latitude of that location automatically. We will eventually create a site map with our technology through two ways, actually dropping pins or creating a 3D augmented reality, which we're already doing. And I'll show you that in the next piece. But then we're going to go ahead uh, and we're going to name this lot. I'm going to call it Prez. Then we're going to define the primary purpose of this lot. Is it a CBD grow? 
Is it a fiber grow? What are we growing here on this permitted lot? And then from there, we're going to define the size. And then we're going to take some grow considerations. Was this an indoor, outdoor grow? If it's an outdoor grow, did you tarp it or was it untarped? Where we're laying tarp on the field? Because these are some of the data points we would know when we're growing a certain genetics. What type of factors are used? Now, in the background, inside the database, from this location, we're going to be collecting all weather, which will be uh, rainfall, solar radiation. We're automatically collecting uh, the wind speeds every 15 minutes. We're collecting important data that, that would be associated with that growth cycle. Then from there, we're going to do some inputs. We're going to figure out how many projected water, uh, any sulfate added, any potassium added. And then when it's seconds, we cl click the create new lot button. And then what we'll do is, you, as you can see right here, I'm gonna pause it. We have a new lot that's created. There's no icon right here because we just created a place, a GPS location to cultivate hemp. There's no genetics added. Now, if I refresh the screen on the dashboard, the other piece, you'll see within seconds that data that I've collected from the app is present on the dashboard. And then we're going to drill into that particular permitted lot. As you can see, there's no seed here. We have all the stages. And now we're going to go back to the app itself and we're going to create our first stage in the growth cycle. That stage is adding a seed to that permitted lot. And so this is gets to our seed database. So we have a button here. That button goes into the seed database where we have a list of our approved 365 genetics for the state of Texas that we can choose from and be able to add that to that GPS location and start tracking the growth cycle in a microclimate to understand how that particular genetic is doing and growing in that particular location. So right now we're going to choose for this one, MS-77. It and then we're going to upload some pictures I took earlier this week of a new lot. Go into the photo library, this could be up to 25 pictures, including the COA associated with that genetic. So, within seconds, we have that, and we're going to create another stage. Bam! So, we have our first stage created. We're going to refresh the dashboard. And as you can see, the icon over here has changed. We have a genetic assigned. If you go over to the dashboard, you'll see that a genetic has been defined, the same genetic. And we have all those pictures we've taken from the app uploaded into the dashboard within seconds, not even a second, it's a millisecond. So any data that we collect out in the field will be instantly uploaded into the, I'm gonna pause it right there, into the dashboard. Now. If you're looking right up here, I'm gonna explain this in a second. When we created that seed stage, we automatically created your compliancy documents, the first compliancy document for the USDA and in the state of Texas, the TDA. That document will be needed for any inspection that comes onto your property, but it's automatically done. You don't have to do lift a finger except plant that, create that seed stage. Now from there, 
because in the next step, we're going to be talking about Hemp Road, which is our sampling and transportation app. I'm going to pause it right there. Before we do that, in vegetation and flowering, we can take some sample sizes of that particular area to understand how that genetics growing. So we can take sample sizes of the tallest, medium, and short. And we, when I was showing you early on the other permitted lot, that was showing you of a person every week going out there and taking sample sizes of his lot to understand how that genetic is actually measurement growing in each stage or each um, week of that particular genetic. So we can understand if this genetic, for example, over here it is at three inches in week three in the vegetation stage, and the same genetic in another microclimate is at six inches and much stabler, then we know that genetic may work better in another microclimate. Another area, GPS location. So now from there, we're gonna create a lab stage, which will be our second demonstration later on in this, this presentation. And so to create a lab stage, we click on the lab button. We have chosen Sante's lab. We uploaded a picture, any picture of, of where you're gonna be taking that sample from. And then we're gonna create that stage. Now here's where chain of custody comes into effect. So within seconds, I've created a lab stage. I'm gonna refresh my dashboard and you're gonna see something unique that pops up here. And that is this QR code. This QR code is used for chain of custody. And this QR code is in two places. It's on the dashboard. It's inside the growers app also. So if we look over here, you'll see that same QR code that's on the dashboard into the growers app. Now, the documents I was talking about for compliancy that's automatically produced when you created that seed stage will solve the USDA rules and regulations one of the four regarding the requirement acquisition of hemp plant or in the TDA, which is the Department of Agriculture here in Texas, regarding the acquisition of hemp seed or cultivar. They have to keep this one for five, or five years in Texas. But they, you get an email, click on a link, and here's the document. It has the name of the farm, GPS location of that farm, where the genetic came from, the name of the genetic provider. We have a QR code assigned to that genetic for any type of transport. And how many pounds and any pictures associated with that. Now, from there, I'm going to take a slight break. Is there any questions or anything I have gone over so far when it comes to the dashboard? So let me ask this. Well, the, the pictures that are being made, you're just taking those pictures from your phone. Your mobile device from the app inside the app, correct? Inside the app, but yes, but from whatever it is that you're toting around. But let's just let's just call it your phone, for lack of a better way of saying it, right? Yes, yes, sir. It could be an app. It could be a a iPad. It could be any type of mobile device, smart device. Gotcha. And so when you you, I guess because the app is on <clears throat> with the GPS stuff, it's telling you this is where I am when I took that picture. Correct. Correct. And you're going to see some of this in this next this next uh, video I have. So because we can timestamp and GPS every picture that's taken, we know that that picture was taken in some environment. When you get into sample taking, 
We know that sample was in that field at that particular time taking that sample. And we can do not just picture with sample taking, but video. So we're taking a video. So we know that that guy's right there. We can even create an algorithm where I know that person had a, the, the app cannot work if he's not within a certain location of where he's supposed to be. So it eliminates somebody going out somewhere and saying, I took the sample over here and he really didn't do it. It, it, it has that, that trust and accountability. So here, you're going to see some of this next video. So here's some of the new technology we're working with. And this is a, let me give you a little bit of background about what this is. So this is a piece of property on Ken's land. Uh, this was a old oil uh, drill pit with the slush uh, of the oil underneath there from 1970. So the oil still left underneath there. You can see some of the oil in some of these pictures. And what we're doing is we have taken a, uh, three or four samples of this particular area. Soil samples went down three feet. We're testing those soil samples for any contamination. And what we've done is put a extremely strong fiber genetic here. And then from there, we're creating 3D imaging, infrared imaging of the land. And we're going to be tracking the remediation of this particular piece of property with this particular genetics using all those data points I talked about earlier. And then also with some new technology we implemented in the app, which is augmented reality, where we're catching these 3D images so we can get some really cool details of this. So you're going to see this a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video. And you'll see the lot here. And you'll see a site map over here of this particular lot. And you're going to see some 3D images. So this is the new technology we'll be implementing. So here's a 3D image of this lot. And you'll see the 3D image of this particular plant. And I did this all with my mobile device. And then from there, we can create this. It's an infrared imagery of that lot. I'm going to pause it, which we can determine disease, pest, biomass, any hot spots? There's all sorts of stuff that we're going to be able to collect with this infrared image that we can create. And as you can see, it's populating that infrared image. And then we're going to go back in there. So this is all done for my mobile device. This is an iPhone 12 that I did this with. Now you can do this with with drones, but this gives us both capabilities that we can do everything from a mobile device in here. So here's some more 3D image. Now I want to pause it right there. This particular 3D image that I have here is actually giving me the size of that lot. There's some measurements here, and we can determine that directly automatically through the, the technology that we're using here. So this will give us total mass on top of the biomass that we're able to collect and know that density of that biomass. And so we go from right there, and then we're also collecting AI. And here, I'm going to pause it right here. So see right here, Nick, this is a oil spot that was that we are able to drill up. And so that oil spot, we got a lot of hemp there. We're going to figure out how, how much remediation of that oil has been removed when this is oh. all said and done. These stocks, these stocks will probably get up because we're going to let these things go. They have the potential to go to 12 to 15 feet. So we're going to see how much, see much with all the soil samples we've done, we're going to see how much we sucked up. And we're going to be doing, I'm going to be going out every week, taking 3D images and all sorts of aspects here. 
Then we go to another, this another 3D image. This is boxing in that 3D image where we can do space. And I want to pause it right here. This image is letting us know what city this is in. This is automatically done. We blockchain this. Gives us the longitude latitude where this image was collected. Timestamp also. So we know where I was at at this particular point. Um, and then of course we have the other pictures associated. These are just the certification of analysis and just the landfill. These are just actual pictures I took. But we combine this with all the technology we've done. Now next, we're gonna talk about sample taking or Kemp Road. So this is the chain of custody from the field to the lab or processing. Same principle if you're transporting a shipment of hemp or a sample of a testing of hemp. Hey, so remember, real quick, go ahead. Before you jump, my, I don't, um, Michael had a good question there. Uh, okay. If your AI can gauge the health of the crop from pictures like this, might your AI one day also be able to predict if a crop is nearing the threshold for testing hot? Potentially, because with not just the the augmented reality would probably, but what would be able to do that if we can figure out what those data points are of what the difference between a hot crop and, and a non-hot crop, then eventually we could probably do that potentially. Uh, that's a good good point. I never thought about that, but there there could be potential of that. Yeah, I mean, think about how much time that would save you on everybody's end. Yeah, right? no, noted. We're going to look into that, Nick. Um, yeah. yeah, that that uh, there has to be uh, some similarities happening with with crops that go hot. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, thank you. That's great. And, and we're not just asking. We're not just using one piece of AI. We're using the augmented reality than the artificial intelligence for capturing color. That so what I do know is eventually with let's take the trichomes of a particular plant. There are unique identifiers in those trichomes with the AI because we're able to capture like pests and stuff like that. We'll be able to somewhat determine some of those those genetics through those trichomes. Haven't got there completely, but I'm working on that to be able to determine it. So if you get a close enough picture with certain technology, we'll be able to do that. Now, having got there, can't say I could do it yet, but we'll eventually work on that. So that's something we'll branch off of. Now, earlier I talked about the, uh, we were, remember before, before I jumped into the oil, we created a lab stage on the Hemp Pines Grow app. Now we're gonna use another app, which is Hemp Road to take a sample. So that consists of the hemp road, which is right here, scanning that QR code on the app or dashboard so we know where he's at, and then taking a sample over here where we can put a map, cuttings, and the transport like Uber, where you see a little car trucking down the road, all yeah. the way up to the lab, our processing. So what, what we're hoping this can be used for, guys, is we're having a lot of problems with international shipping. What if there was a call center where we know where every hemp shipment is? And we can do that. We can put it on a map. We can put the hemp farms where they came from. We can let you know where those shipments are coming down the road, just like Uber, and be able to notify, you know, if somebody gets pulled over, law enforcement know where they came from, where they're going. And it just gives us that extra bit of transparency. But we have this map. It's on our phone right now. We put it to a dashboard. And as long as it 
And all they'd have to do, just like Uber, just use the Hempliance app, just like an Uber app, and we're able to track those. Now, I'm going to show you how that sample could be done. So I'm going to place that dashboard. There's that same QR code we created earlier. This right over here, so let me pause it, is Hemp Road, Sampler Transportation app. And I am going to show you some pieces. So here's, here's where, of course, I kind of geek out right here. Um, we're scrolling in, <laughs> and what this is, is me scrolling into my particular farm. And so what this is, is a actual farm, which I call transport lot. And it's the longitude and latitude of this farm. The next one is a cutting where I took a sample. And this sample was taken on this particular day uh, from here, and it's where the cutting is. So we have a lot and where the sample was taken right next to the lot. And then right here is my little car uh, where this little car, just like Uber, you see it go trucking down the road when I'm driving. <laughs> so you see it trucking down the road. That's where after I take the sample from this location, we're, we're taking it to the lab or, or if we're doing a harvest, we're taking it to processing. And so now we're going to take a, the, for this scenario, it's the same scenario either way. We're going to take a, a sample of a permitted lot and send it off to a testing lab for this scenario. So what I've done is scan this QR code with this other platform and it's taking possession of that lot for us to take that sample of that lot. So what we're gonna do now is record a specimen taking by video. And remember, this video is timestamped in GPS. So we know exactly where that's at. Keep where you're in there and do that. So we're gonna take a video. So we're gonna shoot a video here and I have a plant here that I chose and this would be me taking the sample. So we know what area of that sample where that plant was taken. Uh, if you take it from certain areas, it may run a little hotter than other areas. So I've taken the sample right there. The next, I'm gonna seal this sample up into a bag and I'm gonna shoot a video of me sealing it into this bag that I have right here. And that would be me putting the sample in the bag, shooting that. And then this is where it gets really neat. So there's two ways we can send this sample off. And I'm gonna pause it right till it gets there. Is we can take the sample, drop it in the mail. And what we're gonna do is go right here. If we drop it in the mail, see this code right here? We write that code inside the box. And this is the chain of custody when it gets to the lab. So this code will pop up uh, or this code would be on the box so when it gets to the hemp lab they use their hemp lab they punch this code in and now they have all that pertinent data what farm it came from where the sample is taken all the pertinent data what genetics was involved and so they take that data in test that sample and kick it back to us so there's a way to mail it or the next process or i could drive it to them and then get the lab tech to sign on it we know that gps timestamp that we scan the lab tech's QR code. We know where that QR code was scanned. Mm. Boom, chain of custody. Now the lab has it, okay? And then we move on to the next. Now the lab, here's the lab platform where they scan a QR code and eventually they'll put, they'll generate a COA of the test result. Now we are building a dashboard because the integration we're doing with Relims, 
where you, we can display these COAs in different ways. So there'll be a dashboard. So when you get your COA done, you're just going to go to one of our dashboards. You type in your COA or you'll have a list of your COAs and you can do analytics against the genetics you had. So they'll be graphing and do some really cool stuff there. Uh, terpenes, you can add your terpenes in. You can do this, what microclimate. And we can even do some predicting modeling eventually and say, if I planted this genetic over here in this soil, what do you? What are the probabilities it would do good? Eventually, we can do some of that. Next is after we've taken the test results, we're going to go ahead and harvest the crop, and then again we produce your compliancy documentation of harvest uh, inside the app. We automate that, and then from there we can push it out to the three different marketplaces, which I talked about before, which is your private marketplace public marketplace, or we can push it out to a commodities exchange. And then after the crop sold on one of our marketplaces, we can generate this document, which is an invoice for banking. These bank banks love this invoice because it breaks down everything. Breaks down tax revenue, and this is automated too. A snapshot of the test results, QR code linked to that. Great thing is we have buyer's information and seller's information. The buyers, uh, the seller's information will have their licenses, anything associated with that. And so we generate this and this will be emailed to all parties. And then from there, we're using Hemp Road again to transport it to processing or decortication. Same process. Then one thing that we can do with this document, because one of the biggest things that we're having in Texas and beyond this travel manifest, because we have all the pertinent information on this document, we could turn that document directly into a travel manifest. And then, of course, like I've talked about, we have a little Uber type shipment where you know where all the trucks are, where they're going. Now, we do have this platform I'd just like to touch on a little bit. Uh, we're not using it, but we have a law enforcement platform that gives them the pertinent amount of data tracking of shipments to be able to understand. Uh, give them transparency because i believe that if we can get law enforcement involved with some of this we can get that interstate travel a little bit easier then from there our other platform that i'll just brush that we're we're finishing out right now is batch tracking or processing that we're going to call it him processing and it's the ability to put in data points inputs and outputs at each station through processing and then wait and so we have a chain of custody internally because process is the same thing. They received a, a, a bunch of hemp and they're going to turn it into a product. They're going to put inputs, outputs, weigh it. And that final product will be able to determine what that is and know from beginning to end, uh, including the genetics of that product. Now, here's where it gets all cool. Then we have eventually a retail product that we kind of already built in that figure where you can go up to the shelf to a SKU and be able to scan that QR code and have that proof of life, including test results of that product on the retail side. Uh, even, even some of the hemp industrial products will know where they came from. We can create a story behind it. But the most important piece of this is when we're talking any edibles or consumables, we have the best recall system out there because everybody in our system has a platform, even including your farm ends, everybody. So when we do a recall on any of these consumer products, we can go back right back through the supply chain and know exactly, even to the genetic providers, we can go back to the genetic buyers if anything happened and know exactly who touched it, where it been, what those inputs were. We know all that pertinent information. 
Now, last thing I'm going to touch on, and this is most one that I'm excited about, because we have a decentralized ledger, we're going to be using miners, and because we have everything from genetics all the way up to retail, we have a perfect platform for cryptocurrency that's decentralized. And we'll be able to create our own compliance tokens on coins to monetize that. Uh, fungible and non-fungible, which I won't get into a lot of these details, but we can create a lot of different cryptocurrency around what we're doing here. And, and, and compared to the cryptocurrency that's out there, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't really have any value to it. This will be valuable because we're collecting and we have all this pertinent uh, data of a growth uh, of a particular product from beginning to the very end. And then we can do some stuff with the climate also. Now, any questions about what I just went over? Mercy. You know, this stuff is really cool and really spooky at the same time, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, to know that, know that all that can happen and that all that information is there. That's such a, and the thing that I like about it is, well, there's a couple of pieces. One is, um, we are glad to to know that we are partnering in the co-op with um, Hempliance on our seed trials that we're doing right now. And our agronomist, um, the great Dr. Dave is, I know, working intimately with y'all on uh, uh, how we are uh, how we are pulling all these pieces together right now to be able to show how this how this stuff can work in real time and, and so we're really tickled to be a part of all of that the thing that i i, I like about what y'all have is that you're allowing the market and the need of the of your customer being the grower or being us as a co-op on behalf of the grower um, to add components or to tweak components that you may say oh hmm that might be something that we you know we ought to add and look into, or nah, oh, oh yeah, I, wow, we never thought about that. Let's maybe we could do it this way instead of that. Where add things, I think that's really great because I know you're listening to the folks that you were working with every day, and that's making a big deal. So, good. Well, and, and and the whole the whole point of this, you know, we've we've shied away from that whole law enforcement. Uh, uh, a part of the app for a couple reasons, for, for obvi obvious reasons. We, we, we want to know that if law enforcement is going to use it for the good of the farmer to protect right. the, the transport of their hemp, then we're all for it. If they don't sign up for that, we'll never launch that. I mean, that's the whole, it's pr to protect the farmer in transportation. And with, with that said, you know, we, we, we've, we've initially built this for a farmer or grower to stay in compliance. It's an easy tool to document the crop so that they can stay in compliance because uh, that will be important in states like Texas where, you know, where Colorado, maybe not so much, or maybe more so because marijuana is legal there. But here, you know, if law enforcement will 
recognize that the shipment is a legitimate hemp shipment, then we are all for that. But if it's for any other reason, we won't launch that part. But the main purpose, when we started out, we we looked at compliance. We also want to help growers, farmers, identify processors, the customers, so that they can get, they can maximize revenue from an acre or 10 acres or 100 acres, whatever it may be. And now the next phase of this is when, when we're able to uh, document and measure and maximize revenue from carbon credits. So there's an additional $20, maybe $200 an acre for carbon credits. Uh, you know, we've, we've got our arms around the above ground uh, sequestration of, 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 from CO2 to cellulose to oxygen. We, we, we believe we can measure that with a density. We're working on the underground uh, uh, capture. And then, but what, what we're trying to get our arms around, and we welcome any advice and direction on how we do this, uh, because this is not, it, it may be the easiest part, but right now it seems like it's the difficult. When you take a hemp fiber and you turn it into wood, then you sequestered the carbon, and now it's in wood. That carbon is inside the wood product. But you've also alleviated, for one acre of hemp, you've just saved four acres of trees. So there should be an exponential value of that acre for hemp. And then let's say you turn it into plastic bottles or an alternative plastic bottles, and you save the environment from another million plastic bottles in the ocean, what is that worth? So that's what, you know, we welcome any input on to get our arms around the exponential value of each acre's worth in carbon credits. And that's where we're going with this. Obviously, we can measure the density. We can do some underground uh, by different approaches to farming. But the real home run for all of us as farmers, as growers, is when we can put that that multiplier on there because we, that one acre of hemp did something else that we're trying to get our arms around uh, in carbon credits. So I wanted to plant that seed with everyone. Uh, that's what we're working on. We're working on with some real smart people. Uh, <laughs> they're above my uh, capacity, but uh, we want to integrate that in and be able to measure that. And you have to track it. So you have to track it. From sure. the seed to the field, and now from the field to the processor to the end-user product, maybe a plastic bottle, hempcrete, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the component that allows Will to develop a technology that could possibly then leverage it into a token where your token is worth not just $1, but $1 times whatever the factor is. So are- you're seeing what Bitcoin's trading for, for whatever reason. So... <laughs> And that's what we're so anyway, to I, wanted to, I wanted to plant that. I wanted to plant that seed. We welcome any input on that. If you hear something or know something and would like to share it with us, feel free to email us or, or email us through Nick. And that's why we're adding the augmented reality, that 3D modeling, because we can start collecting some of that. And uh, 
adding those two other revenue streams, not just selling your crop, but selling your carbon credit and then also producing crypto around it. If you're watching that market, that market is insane right now. People are becoming billionaires overnight with cryptocurrency. And so that's what we're th forward thinking with that. Now, not everybody understands it. Not everybody's on board. But in the next few years, I think a lot of people are going to get, especially with the, the U.S. digital coin that's coming out and a few other aspects. Well, it's an option. Right. Yeah. I mean, for somebody, yeah. I mean, it may not be for everybody. Correct. Food with it. You know, some of us may want to put it in our mattress, you know, and just and uh, go put it in a coffee can <laughs> back in the backyard or something. If that's what we decide. Then, you know, that may be what we decide. But but it's an option for us in a way that is that because of the because of the chain of custody, of which you can show that the blockchain about how it all will work. So. Yeah, so I just wanted to make sure we clarified for Michael that uh, the system has been designed to calculate for both indoor and outdoor growers um, and that it is you know, capable of being able to adapt. While we do recognize that some of the data points may be slightly different, um, we're trying to make sure that we take into account all those different factors. Uh, and if there are, for indoor growers, there's some you know, automated machines that they might uh, want to interact with. Uh, for that type of thing, uh, we'd be willing to look at those APIs and uh, be able to expand into that further down the road as well. Um, but uh, there's also the difference between fiber and cannabinoid growers. Uh, we want to have a also built to handle both of those markets as well, understanding that there are different nuances, like fiber growers are more concerned with the height of their plant, whereas some of the cannabinoid growers might be more um, concerned about the width or the length of their branches and how many branches they get. Um, sure. They're more concerned with um, if they get males or um, hermaphrodites during the uh, flowering stage. So we've taken into account and tried to account for all of those factors, but obviously we're, we're open to uh, more factors as those come up as well. So and that's why there as well. Right. And it's also things like being able to do a, a grow map, right? Oh, shoot. I froze up. Sorry. Um, but, but, um, but it also would be able to do a grow map. Think about what that is able to do for a seed variety based off of temperate zones and things. Right. I mean, to be able yeah. to know, look, you don't really want to grow this variety in this spot because we tried that. I mean, that's some of the things we're doing with our seed trials, right? So that we'll right. that we'll know yeah. and have an idea. Of course, ours are going to be ultimately based off the customer. So if the customer says, "Look, I really like this variety, and we want this much of it to be grown," and and we're trying to process it for whatever it's going to be—grain or fiber or, or you know whatever—then we know don't go plant it over there. Don't get too close to the, you know. <clears throat> To the coastline because this stuff hates <laughs> seawater, you know, and it, it didn't like it at all. Don't go over there, but this one loves it, you know. But I mean, it's it'll take time to build all that up, but just think right. about the modeling and think about all that in a way that you'd be able to show that. Because our ideas are that whenever we do value added um, processing of hemp, they're really going to be geared around 
those temperate zones where that particular variety is going to grow to do the whatever it is that the end use is of, of what the market's looking for. So. And, and that's that's why our software is so important because we're not just collecting where a variety's planted. We're going to be collecting what type of soil it was in. We're going to be collecting the different weather patterns of that area. Uh, we're going to be collecting all these different data points that are, you know, there may not just because you're planting it here in this microclimate be the only thing. You've got to know if there's other inputs you know did i put too much potassium did i put this extra product in there all that sure. stuff together to be able to maximize that that's why the the software <sighs> some of these back end points is so important how was the wind speed during that time also wind direction any okay. questions guys what do, what do you think about the augmented reality nick oh that's really neat man i mean that's and to realize you're doing all that with your phone, right? So any buffoon like me could go out there and just point a phone up and go snap, 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 right? Record. I mean, you don't even have to. And then to know all of that can get generated that way, you're making it super user friendly. So so that's that's part of our skilling. So what I'm learning on the phone right now, small grows, it works okay with, uh, works good with. But our larger grows, we'll be able to use... Uh, we'll use drones for that to be able to collect but we're using it's the same technology either way and then eventually we can use satellite with this also and so there, nick you don't want to be you don't want to be walking the perimeter of a thousand acres yeah. right. <laughs> well maybe i neither do exercise. i <laughs> small grows but the, here's the good thing about that nick it allows us to capture those small grows people that are just completely ignoring and that's where most of these hemp grows are happening under 10 acres we can capture those 10 acres now. <laughs> Scalability. Super cool. All right, folks, any more questions from our anybody watching or where we end up here? Nope. Okay, as they as they say, seeing none and uh um, and moving forward. Hey, look, let me just tell you, Will, we really appreciate you. Uh, coming on and bringing your team and and uh, Ken and Nathan being a part of our discussion today. Um, rem just as a thank you for what you have done, we are going to make a little small donation to um, uh, to the folks at Friends of Hemp uh, in your honor awesome. to say thank you for what you've uh, been you, doing with us today here. We'd like to be able to su su support that. Next week on our um, uh, Wednesday webinar series is our legal update that we do each month with our friends at Bradley Arant Law Firm. And so they'll be on with some uh, new and latest information and updates on things that are going on uh, uh, on the legal side of, of what's going on with hemp as well. And then uh, for those of you that are watching, uh, we also have a, a um, uh, hemp co-op our National Hemp Growers Cooperative 101, just more about our co-op, what we do, how we're doing it, how we're setting that up. We're doing one of those tonight, but we also are doing one uh, Saturday, a week from Saturday. So if you're watching this and want to get that word out to folks, let them jump on and learn more about what we're doing at the co-op. We'd love to have, have you be a part of that as well, too. So, guys, thanks so much. Have a great Thank week. You. Appreciate you, Nick. We Thank appreciate y'all. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
This podcast produced and distributed by MWB Studios.